So you either succeed or you learn, right? If you, if, you, if you come into anything in life with that perspective, you are set, man. You are set, and you will just you will only grow and you'll only get better at doing things. Because if you if you if you dwell on the failure, if you sit there and be like, listen, oh, I failed. I could have done this. I should have done this. Obviously, learn for the future, but like make that a learning experience and don't worry about the fact that you failed. The most successful people in this world have failed hundreds and hundreds of times before they finally did that one thing that made them successful. So don't fear, don't fear the failure, thrive on it. Hi, and welcome back to the Zontaka Nothing podcast. Today with a new, not new guest, actually, he has been here once before. Did you say new Kayvon. guest? I'm not a new no, guest. I, I said I'm wearing guest. clothing. Oh, new. Oh, no. I'm not new or nude, actually, by chance. Well, you guys have already noticed it's Kayvon. <laughs> No Hi guys, <laughs> today we're going to talk about love and relationships and it's going to be oh, like so beautiful. These, in times like these, that's probably the best thing to do. Yeah, um, we're going to try to keep things for... positive here, corona free, nice and sweet. It's easy because we're not in the same room, so we're yeah. not really spreading anything. It's the most social distancing we could possibly do. <laughs> Literally. From Canada to Germany. Yeah. Uh, how have you been in Kevin? I'm doing all right, thank you. How about yourself? Pretty good, pretty good. I mean, considering it's strange, but uh, it's all fine. Uh, I mean, now it's the time where you can like really, you know, reflect and do some new things, like creatively and also other things. Actually, uh, one funny thing: uh, Zencaster, the the website we're recording this with, uh, banned uh, all the most of the restrictions for hobbyists like me. So I can invite, I can up, uh, I can record more than eight hours a month, and I can invite more than two guests now too, in one session. That's good news, and it, it looks like your waves are pretty healthy right now too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I heard audio people say it like that. So yeah. That's why I kept, I kept using it like this. Um, please do. It's it's a great term. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> keep keep up the healthy waves. Do you believe in in everybody has one person right for them, or or how how does that work in your mind? I don't think that there's the one, you know. Mm-hmm. I think there is multiple people that can potentially be the one. Yeah. But I also think that you choose the one every day, you know. Like you choose to be with that person every day. Oh, the same person. I think I meant different people. I'm like, well, that's pretty um, <laughs> progressive of you. No, 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 not, not not different people. But like, you know, when you get married or something, I guess, like that's just yeah. my understanding or like viewing it, like you choose that person every day. It doesn't, it's not, nece- uh, it's not really helpful to say once that's the one, you know? So as opposed to, as opposed to it being a passive choice, it becomes more of an active choice. Exactly. Every day where you like say, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's, that's the, she's the one. Because every day you, you will find something that will be challenging you and your understanding that's just how i feel how how do you think i mean you're you're the one that's that's married (laughs) yes you can call it a long-term relationship um Um, definitely (laughs) it's in the best way possible it's a full-time job um so the way what that means is that i'm not trying to say oh like you know i'm not everyone hates their jobs right a lot of people love their jobs so that's not it's not really what i mean it's not about that but it's like you have to put in the effort um, and if you don't, if you just kind of sit there and then coast, then that's usually when things start, tend to fall apart or, or become difficult. But if both parties are putting in um, somewhat relatively equal amounts into the relationship, then it can definitely grow and blossom a lot easier than if it's one-sided or if both people are just kind of not doing anything. Yeah, that's, that's actually true. Um, I mean, I guess that's also how a lot of relationships actually end up not working out because parties both parties kind of you know take it for granted or like don't put enough effort anymore and i think i don't know like when you get married a lot of things just still change from a relationship a little bit i feel like the commitment is a little bit stronger when you relate when you married no don't you think I think, uh, I don't know if the commitment is stronger because people tend to get divorced whenever the hell they want to these days anyways, but... Um, it's a trend, though, that they people get divorced because they can, but yeah. at the same time, people don't even get married anymore. 
because think... they don't want to go through that trouble either. Well, that's that's also part of it. There's a whole generation of people who like kept delaying marriage and going further and further. Now their kids notice what is wrong in their relationship and they're doing the opposite. So they're getting married younger and younger, but that's also causing a lot of problems. But apparently what's what I've heard is that um, the divorce rates are actually finally going down a bit after many, many decades of increasing steadily. Um, right now, mm -hmm. it's about 41% divorce rate, which is pretty high, uh, relatively. But it actually, the good news is that it's starting to trend downwards for the first time in, in in quite a while. And actually, you mentioned earlier about why relationships don't work. And I want to make sure I had some facts and some stats to back up my words. So I looked up the top few reasons. And funny enough, okay, let me ask you, what do you think is the, is the top reason that people would get either breakup or divorced? Hmm. Off the top maybe, of your head, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, one of the one of the parties is not taking out the trash. <laughs> enough, <laughs> like specifically trash related, or like they're not they're not putting an effort, is what you mean? Yeah, they're not putting an effort, basically. <laughs> sure. So that is that is technically one of the top three. So um, there's obviously infidelity or cheating is one big reason. Um, getting married too young has actually been seen to be a huge risk for divorce. And also not putting relationship, um, like not putting in enough e equality into the relationship. Like, like you said, putting out the garbage. If one person is doing the garbage every single time, and the other person refuses, and that just it becomes it can become a point of contention. Even if it's a very mm -hmm. small thing, if it's something that happens over and over, it can start to really pick away at people. And then after the top three, then finally comes money. I actually thought you would say money first because a lot of people think about that, and we've yeah. been told that money money breaks up a lot of people. But apparently, it's only fourth on the list. So. Yeah, I so, think, so I think, high up. I think um uh what was number one again? Uh, uh cheating. Uh, cheating and infidelity. Yeah. I think everything though is connected to communication though, right? I mean a person oh, yeah. would cheat because because they, they can't well, you know, there's certain needs or satisfactions that a person cannot get from from one party, so they just look for it with another person. Um so like I feel like it's all together connected. That, that person's not really reaching out saying like, you know what, like we need to talk about this, but they don't talk, right? So like it's usually communication. I feel like sometimes that communication is definitely the the most difficult struggle because it's not that it's not that one party or the other does not communicate. It's that they communicate in different ways. So whether you're thinking about male, female, or or whatever binary situation. Uh, it's it's that sometimes people in general have very different communication methods or styles, and sometimes they just don't click with each other. So one person could think that they're communicating, but it's either too subtle or it's, I don't know, it's just not, it just doesn't absorb to the other person. So they think that they're losing that communication, that they're missing mm -hmm. out, and they ask mm -hmm. for it in certain ways. But the, the the key is also getting to know what your partner uh, or spouse, how they communicate and trying to... Um, you know, direct your your communication style towards that. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's why also it's really important. I mean, for example, uh, I don't think marrying young is 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 necessarily bad or even you know um, not a good idea because I believe that the younger the marry, the the easier it is to to actually grow up together. You know. Like when you're 14, you mean, or tw or 12? <laughs> I was actually about, saying, about... I, I was I was meaning to say when you're eight years old, you should actually already oh, have found wow. the person you want to marry, wow. and okay. then probably around 11, 12, kind of you know lock it, it uh -huh. at the playground level, yeah, and then and then later on when you're 18, make it public, you know. Like yeah, you so you you may be going to jail after this podcast is released, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> just want to make sure that this might be your last podcast, so let's make it good. No, uh, what, what I think is like when you know eighteen, I think uh, the, the legal. Well, I don't want to say the legal age to get married because in some countries it is younger. Yeah, we don't want to talk but about I, that. Yeah, but I think like you know, let's say in 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 Germany, and I think also in Canada, it's eighteen, right? Um, I think it with parental permission, you can get married at younger, like sixteen or something. But yeah, generally, mm -hmm. it's usually age of consent. Yeah. So 18, 19, I think that's not necessarily a bad age to get married. Maybe it's a little too young, but on the other hand, I don't think it really depends. Like, because I mean, my parent, parents married young, um, but that gave them the chance to grow up together. Uh, whereas, you know, looking at me now, I'm, I'm 26 and 
at some points I even feel like I cannot really um it like I have a certain way of thinking and it kind of doesn't adapt anymore to another person. Where yeah. when I was twenty, I, it was easier to like. Yeah, it is, and I I can feel it's that get because worse. <laughs> because then that that's kind of really bad because it's so unfair to the other person, you know, because it's a, a thing about me where I'm like, oh. Uh, that person is not right because of this or that person. Like, I can already feel like that I'm not going to bother, um, like, you know, uh, kind of uh, be understanding on certain people's characteristics, you know. I'd rather be like, okay, fine, and that's not the one, right? Yeah, so I, I was just going to say that the older you get, the, the less flexible and the less sort of able you are to to deal with other people's quirks and mannerisms so like like you said to a certain extent i agree marrying somewhat young makes sense while you still have that you know malleable brain and and emotional uh, capacity i mean i personally would not have been ready at 18 to get married and i don't think you would have either but some people may have like it might be the small minority that would be ready at that age but again like if you're waiting till you're maybe you're 35 or 40 and you're already sort of very set in your ways and there's no real variation in your day and how it goes you need to you, it's very hard to find someone that can fit within that exact same mold and structure and so if you i don't know maybe like early 20s mid 20s even into your late 20s you're still you know flexible enough and understanding enough to be able to to grow with the person that you're with yeah but then then let me ask you like when is the perfect time if you say like I wasn't ready when I was 18 and some people might be, but like, I think there's never a perfect time to take that step anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's also something almost like a leap of faith as well, you know, trust and stuff where you like, you, 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 you get married and then you figure out when it's happening. Right. I mean, you will have contention with a person like a perfect marriage is not where you don't have any, uh um points where you where you don't have like discussions it's like you will have uh contention you will have problems but you will have to also solve it together i think that's what i meant like um when when you get married it kind of ups the um responsibility ante. of a relationship ups the ante no so yeah. yeah you brought up you brought up a really good point actually what i've noticed is that couples that actually do fight and i don't mean like fight violently or whatever but like they argue and they're passionate it shows that they still care and that they're loving and they're, they want they they're usually upset or frustrated because the other person like they care about the other person and that's mm -hmm. coming out in like a type in the form of a fight or an argument you when it really starts to get bad and when when you it's actually when you don't care anymore or when you just don't bother fighting or you don't bother putting up the effort to like you know solve the problem um that's when it can be dangerous because then it just shows lack of it, it may show lack of care and concern so yeah. fighting to a certain extent is, is kind of healthy actually in a relationship because it shows both parties are in it and they're engaged and yeah. they're they're passionate really about yeah, it i think so i think so too i mean um because at the same time you also learn a lot from the other person when they when they voice their um concerns in that way too like I, yeah. I usually, I usually generally, even with normal friends, start listening more when I hear them, like in that way, you know, mm -hmm. where you see oh that it's really bad for them or like they're really concerned about this. So now I'm gonna just listen or like try my best to 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 change my my actions. Whereas also, um, like you, I think yes, uh, like oh, the older you get, the harder it is to to adapt to certain stuff. But at the same time, I think if you know, it's it's almost also like a sacrifice when you find someone and you want to be with them. You know, there's always like sacrifice, but also like you know, dedication and stuff. Uh, where like when you find someone that you will, you will, uh, make sure that you adapt towards them a little bit too. And I, 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 I that doesn't mean to change your character, but I, I feel like I would, I would be one of those people that would, if I find someone that I want to get to know. Like I would, I would give certain things up for a little bit, and then there's other people that have like no, what do you call it, uh, non-negotiables, for example. Yeah, non-negotiables. I don't, I don't, I don't have that, for example. I don't, I don't think I have non-negotiables. Really, there's Maybe. nothing. Is there anything that would that would break break it off for you? Because I have, I have something for sure. 
uh, like I, something like not necessarily to break not to break up a relationship that I'm already in, but that I wouldn't I wouldn't I would stop being interested in someone because of a certain factor. Like for example, for me it would be smoking. So I would if I find somebody attractive and then all of a sudden I realize they're a smoker, that kind of drops them way way down. Yeah, I have that. Yeah. So there's certain things like that that kind of have that effect. But it's 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 that same reason actually. If I see someone smoking, it's kind of. I'm not judging the person for smoking. It's just my interest gets a little less for sure. But I don't. Yeah, I don't judge the person. Yeah. Like it's not. It's it, not. It's not going to work out or anything. It has but. less to do with them than it does with me. And also, actually, I'm I'm, I'm allergic to cigarette smoke to a certain extent, like a little bit. Yeah, so me, that would me be, too. Actually, would, well, man, a, we're, we're like it would give me a difficult <laughs> time to breathe all the, all day, all night. So <laughs> yeah, me too, bro. Like, do you think we are? <laughs> No, that's pretty much where the similarities I'm, die, right I'm, there. I'm, I'm, I, I have a feeling that this is bringing us closer too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel it, but anyways, so <laughs> I'm just joking around. So yeah, I mean, so here, here's, here's what I wanted to talk about actually. So I didn't know that you would jump so quickly into marriage and divorce because that gets really intense and dark. So at first, I, I thought we could start with something light, like talk about dating and how people these days are dating and. Like, so, you know, the apps, you know, dating apps, things like that, to be a little you bit mean more the six of a... six-pack apps? <laughs> Not abs. Apps. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Things like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, you know, the, the things that yeah. most young people these days are using to get connected. Mm, yeah, okay. Do you have any interest in those com- in that conversation? We can move sure. on if you don't. No, 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 I do, because it's actually pretty um, up-to-date. Like, I've... I have some friends that are using those um, applications. Yeah, I'm sure you don't, but that's fine. No worries. So we, no one's gonna, no one's here to judge you yeah. about about your. No, I I I don't mind if people tell me like that's that's why you're not using Tinder or anything because I think it's just not the right way on getting to know a person, and I'm I'm really firm right. about this. That's fine. That's fine. I know some people who've gotten married or in some very long term committed relationships from these apps. If, if, even if, even if, Tinder. If if that happens and hap- like honestly, yeah, cool. But I just feel like the way these apps are are constructed is not really like you get to know the person after you meet them, not before. You know what I mean? Yeah, In there's very little. Street. People don't really read the descriptions or the bios that much. It's mostly just. I mean, yeah, at, you swipe at left first or right glance, when you see the picture. At first glance, is very superficial, obviously. Yeah. So it's it yeah. definitely has that that um, not really as a positive way to get to know somebody because you don't really get to know somebody from their face um, in that way. Yeah. But it's, it's just really interesting how, how it used to be sort of um, taboo in a way to, to use a dating app like that because it was known for like just being for hic- hookups and, and then mm-hmm. people would judge you for having it. Whereas now there's like hundreds of millions of subscribers, like tens of millions of daily active users. Um, it's like there's even – there's a, apparently even like – millions of paid users too which means people are paying for like the bonuses of having like i don't know you it's like it's, it's, funny. it's a free app yeah like analytics or whatever you want to do so it's really interesting how like it's become so mainstream now and and I actually looked up how much they made last year how much uh tinder corporation or whatever their name is made can you can you guess what their what their earnings were in 2019 it's probably like a billion yeah 1.2 billion dollars for for an app that's a free app generally and just has like little bits of ads here and there that that go in right so mm-hmm. i have i have one really funny story for you um other uses for tinder let's let's call this section other uses for tinder so i don't <laughs> you know if me you to, heard... to make a jingle <laughs> yeah actually that'd be great ding ding ding, ding. <laughs> um this this story actually is is from your native country of germany so you might have you might have heard this actually in the news Sure, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> so apparently, apparently, this German woman was driving through a snowstorm, and her car got stuck in the snow. And she called emergency services, and they said, "Oh, it might take us an hour, hour and a half to get to you. Like, hold tight, we're on our way." But this woman had places to be, or she didn't want to wait out in the cold for an hour and a half, or however long it would take. So she decided to go on Tinder. She's changed her Tinder bio to something along the lines of car stuck, um, need help somebody to dig me out. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. And within 15 minutes, 
This woman got 11 matches and three offers for people in her area to come and dig her out. So it used the geolocation of, of the app to find people nearby who would actually be willing to just come and help this bystander out from their situation, which is, I think, a very, like, I don't think I would have thought about this in a million years to download an app and to, like, use geolocation and be like, hey, who's nearby can help me. Like, I would wait there and wait for the car people to come for an hour and a half, like the BCAA or, or the CAA, whatever you guys call it, the, the roadside assistance to come. And, mm-hmm. and it would just, you know, waste my entire day. So <laughs> good, good, on yeah. this, good on this woman for doing that. I think, um, like, maybe what I said was really harsh in the beginning. Like I personally, I'm just not a fan of, of using these apps because for me, in order to, I usually when I like a person, it's not their looks. So I cannot decide liking a person f- based on their looks only. Now, a lot of people okay, say, like, no, Dalai Lama, relax no, there, no, no, Dalai no, Lama. No. <laughs> let's, 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 let's not pretend that a lot, that laws of attraction don't apply to every human no, being out I'm, there. Look, that's not what I'm saying. But a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of people tell me too, like, uh, oh, but like a little bit of looks is important. I'm like, of, yes, of course, it, it plays a role. Like when I, but I'm talking about, for example, I, I have met so many people at one point in my life. They were cool, but I was not attracted to them. And they were pretty or they were not that pretty, you know, like it depends what is even like the norm of being super pretty or not, you know, it depends. It's the eye of the beholder, right? It's subjective, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and but like in the, nev- in the later time in my life, I met that person again and, and I got to know them in a different way. And I started realizing, oh, that person is actually really pretty and really, really cool to hang out with, like, you know. So at two points in my life, I've seen a person in different ways. So that's what I mean um, when I say that. I cannot immediately decide that a person is pretty. Like, for example, in Tinder, and this is just Tinder. I mean, there's a lot of other sites that really work in a different way. And I've also have friends that that found their spouses through these websites, and I'm happy for them. And if it mm-hmm. works for someone, then it's cool. Um, but like in Tinder, you swipe left or right if you see a picture. I would like it more if you saw a bio instead of a picture. Like a bio would show up. Uh, and say, bio oh, first. I'm, yeah, like that. And then you would read the bio. And then you'd be like, okay, swipe left or right, because now I know a little bit more about the person rather than just the looks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be cool, I think, if they made it like as as a different app that would have stages. So the first stages, it would be like uh, you'd get to know them like like three, let's say three bullet points. And if you agree with all three of those bullet points, or if you have the same point of view on those three, then you would swipe yes. And then all of a sudden, then it would give you like maybe I don't know five, seven, or ten other things that they they like. So maybe you can say, oh, if I have most of my likes in common with this person, maybe I'll go to the next the next section. So then you say yes, and then like seven of them match up. Like maybe it can be a place where you check off uh, boxes. And if mm-hmm. enough matches happen, then you get to see their photo and be like, oh, like it actually works out. Or, so it yeah. kind of gives you, makes you more invested in one person. Because usually when someone's swiping, because I've been sitting to people next to people swiping, and then they're just swiping about like, let's say like 60 times per minute, <laughs> basically like once every second, like they just see it, swipe, see it, swipe, see it, swipe, see it, swipe. And just kind of like, and sometimes men are always swiping yes because they're just trying to like play the odds and hope that one yeah. of them will swipe yes back. Whereas a woman will do the opposite for the most part. They'll swipe no for like 99% of people. And then one of them will like catch their eye and they'll, they'll swipe in the other direction. Or actually women are probably a little bit more, I, I would say a little bit less, um, what do you call it? less focused on the visuals potentially like to a certain extent so they would then go read the bio and then see what they're like and blah 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 what their pictures are so i think yeah i think it'd be cool if it had multiple stages maybe would be an interesting uh, way to do that but again it wouldn't be as popular because it's i think what made tinder so popular is the just the ease of, of of just swiping through human beings as if they're like pictures of cats or like cattle yeah, cat, like cattle, exactly, in a bad way to put it. So that's I mean, it, it has its, it's definitely it's definitely a little bit when you think about it, it's a little bit scummy and shady. But at the end of it, if it's it's all like a tool, right? And people can use tools for different ways. You can use a, yeah. a hammer to build a house, or you can use a hammer to break somebody's bones, right? It's like you yeah. can't judge the tool for what the user does with it. Um, so that's, that's part and, of the and, and I think, I think that's also kind of based on the society and culture it's used in too. Like a, a person that starts Tinder probably won't use it in a different way than someone else he has seen using it. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, learn like, behavior. Yeah, exactly. Like they will see, oh, this guy's like doing this. Like I saw everyone that used Tinder in front of me has never used it in a way we just discussed it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I've only seen people, like you said, they swipe, um, I don't know what you swipe, left to say yes or right to say, I don't know. But, I think uh, right, right is like yes, like right, like correct. I think it's okay. the, that's the theory behind it. Yeah, so like they do that, and then and then and then, like you said, to play the odds and stuff. Where I'm like, but then what's the whole purpose? Like you know, like for me to swipe right, I would not only just look at the picture. I would actually like maybe try to see if I can get on the bio while I'm looking at the picture. Like if I look at the picture, can I read the bio and stuff? I think that's yeah. Possible. It's at the it's at the bottom. You just scroll. I think you just yeah. have to scroll up or something. Exactly. Like, it should be there. So it is available for people, but it's not it's not front and center like you were imagining yeah. the app to be. Um, yeah. So, so it's so, it like they constructed the app in a way that you really just go on the basic instincts, you know what yes. I mean? Whereas we human beings have so much more to offer and so much more that we can think about because we have a brain, we have a, we have a conscience, I mean, we have a soul too, right? So like, that's why I have a hard time. Like, I'm also maybe like a hopeless romantic. I believe that, you know, you meet the person, you know, mm-hmm. uh, on, on the walkway or something. But on the other hand, I think what Tinder did is just magnifying those chances to meet someone rather than, you know, uh, yeah. being the avenue to meet the one. But it, it just, it just, it's like me, for example, traveling the world. I've met so many different people now, so many different types of people, so many different interests of uh, nationalities that I had. Like, I've never stuck necessarily with with one specific nationality at this point. Uh, I Like when people ask me if you have a type or something, I, I don't know mm-hmm. what to say because, I mean, in the past, yes, it was Latinas, but then it was also <laughs> Persian, but then yeah. also it was it was European too. Right. But like, like having traveled so much, I think also is like, like, you know, magnifying your 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 vision. You, you don't look anymore in your village or in your city or where you live. It's, it's more like, oh, you know, there's like a whole world out there and it could be any one of these people. That's that's true to a certain extent, but imagine right now in the post-coronavirus uh, world, people people <laughs> are, people are st- people are stuck at home, right? They're stuck at home, and there's really all they have is these dating apps. They get to know people, and then eventually, maybe when things ease up a little bit, and you can actually leave your home and go to a restaurant or go out to the park or something, or go to see a movie, then you can actually meet up with these people in real life. I think I think part of what what's happened even before, obviously, this COVID fiasco. I think people have become a lot more, um, I don't know, the word isolated or the word more introverted, I guess, in a way. Like, you know how this whole generation of people just doesn't even like picking up calls because it's like, it's just awkward to them. They'd rather just text or, 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 you know, Uh, even myself, I find myself not picking up the phone uh, and I'll just quickly just text them back and say, hey, sorry, can't talk. Like or can't talk on the phone. Like just message me, and I'm I'm I think I'm a little bit older than like the common millennial. I'm like right at the end of millennial age, but I still have that same tendency. So I can't imagine like teenagers today, they wouldn't want to pick up a phone and talk to someone, or they wouldn't want to go out and meet someone when they have these super convenient things like Tinder. They can just meet whoever's within like a two kilometer radius of them or five kilometers, and then they have all the food being delivered to them from restaurants, from grocery stores, and. Yeah. People are driving them around. It's like people just – I feel like people don't have that same social skills as they used to have. Like they won't even know how to how to speak to another human being in a dating situation at a restaurant, for example. The typical like going out to dinner with somebody to get to know them. Like how do you make or small Or even talk? asking them out. You know what yeah. I mean? How do you even muster up the courage to do that, right? So it's that, yeah. that, stuff, that stuff is, is a skill uh, that needs to be practiced and nobody's getting practiced. So it's, it's something that might be lost in the next couple of generations. Yeah, I think not necessarily lost, maybe it just evolves to something else. Like everything yeah, you're right, that, evolves, you know? yeah. But um, like, I feel like also, um, and I'm also like an old school person too. I don't know, for some reason, I really like a lot of like things from the old days or like from, from the 90s and 80s. Yeah. And it, it, I don't know, like the traditional way of meeting someone is always, maybe it's through movies also that shaped my mind kind of in this way too could, could also be. be but at the same time i also feel like um like a lot of people when they go meeting a person through an app like there's so much talk between meeting that person and actually uh actually having spoken to that person the first time 
Like mm-hmm. you, you do share with your friends. So what do you think she thinks? Or what do you think he thinks? You know, there's so much conversation that blinds sometimes your own judgment. You know, before you meet that person, before that person can even like talk, say anything, you, you already have discussed their lives in a level like you would never have done before. You know what I mean? But that happens with, I think it happens less when you meet that person in, in person because then you already have met that person and then maybe you have asked them out or like you have actually started to text them and stuff. I think getting to know somebody a little bit before actually meeting them face to face has some benefits though in a way because you feel less awkward and you have certain you know certain you have certain things in common, you have certain similarities, you you kind of know a little bit about them. You can I wouldn't I don't want to use the word like you want to practice your conversations, but you can at least know have some, you know, tricks up your sleeve in terms of what to say so that there aren't these long pauses of awkwardness and like just staring at the floor and shuffling your feet. Like it's good to like know a little bit about this human that you're interacting with. Cause then all of a sudden, if you don't know anything about them and you show up at a dinner with somebody, then you're like, Oh, I have zero in common with this person at all. Why am I here? Get me out of here. That kind well, of, like, of course, information is one thing, but I'm talking about like these movies that people put, put in their heads just before it's like, Oh, why, oh, why would you like oh, me? Yeah, I'm weird. Yeah. Things like that. Like you, you're already insecure already. This person and have or, a dog or, with a white picket fence and already yeah, build or a that, life together before you even meet them. Yeah. That, or even just, you know, you know, you already have a little confidence to ask a person out. And then all of a sudden your friends are like, yeah, but what if she's like this? Or like, what if she's crazy? Or you no, know, things like that just happen, right? You just keep on like, oh, she hasn't replied to my text yet. And she has read it. What what, what does that mean? Things like that, you know? It means you got ghosted. <laughs> that or that person, that, that person is just busy too. Like, everyone has their own lives too. Unless you're committed to anything. But at the same time, my sister told me once, it's like, well, if I like someone, uh, I would like make time for that person. Yeah, of course. So, like, it's then, pl- it's the, plain and clear. Like th- there's there's everyone being busy, but everyone's on their phone 24 hours a day these days. To not see a message within, let's say, an hour, I think, or two hours, even if you're at the office, like it's pretty rare. Like if someone, like you said, if someone genuinely likes you, they're not going to leave you unread for a day or two days or a week. And yeah, it's just it's just you have to know sort of when to cut your losses at a certain point. Yeah, but yeah, this, this ghosting thing is this ghosting <laughs> thing is 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 a new phenomenon because I think in the old days, like you were talking about the olden days of the '80s and the '90s, I think everyone would have the common courtesy and the decency to respond and be like, "Hey, listen, I appreciate you messaging me. I'm not really interested right now, or it's a bad time in my life right now. I'm busy with work, or I have this family issue." Like, which is nice for saying I'm not interested in you. At yeah, this point. they'll 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 at least they'll at least give you a response, whether it's a response you want to hear or not. It's at least it's something, right? So I know a lot of yeah. people would prefer to hear bad news rather than hear nothing at all. Just because it's a little bit more of an honest conversation. It hurts a little bit, but then two days later, you just move on. It hurts, but long term, I think it makes more sense because then, okay, well, if they're not interested, I can move on. I can can try to, you know, try something different with a different person as opposed to just waiting and lingering for a long time, hoping that they will respond or or Mm. making up these excuses for them in your head. Oh, they're probably busy at work or they're probably, you know, not not near their phone or lost their phone or... These types of things. Well, I want to connect to this, uh, what you just said. But uh, before that, I also want to share a meme that I read the other day where it says, studies show you already meet your soulmate before age 21. And then there's a picture of Kermit from the Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, from the Muppets. Sorry, not my Sesame. From the Muppets. Yeah. And he's like yeah. looking left and right. <laughs> it's like me, left <laughs> and right. Nobody's there. <laughs> that's kind of that's how I feel. There. Yeah. 21, um, eh? Apparently. I don't know how much that um could be, could be yeah but i also believe that you have met that person at some point in your life already but then you always meet them at some point in your life right <laughs> yeah you mentioned that earlier yeah. actually timing is really key because at a certain point you may be not emotionally available and the other person who likes you is and then like let's say a year goes by and all of a sudden you realize oh my god like i've been missing all these signs for the last year i actually generally like this person and then you you start getting interested in this person and they're no longer because they're no longer interested they've moved on so like sometimes this, this will happen in life yeah it happens to a lot of people it's actually a lot more common of a phenomenon than people think and 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 it happens regularly and a lot of it has to do with timing like you just need to be at the right place at the right time both of you and then it may be able to work out otherwise you're just kind of 
because Misfiring. the reason it's it's sometimes in the wrong time for me is because and usually it's probably with other people too they they're getting some they're getting to know someone else and mm. i'm not a person to get to know multiple people at once okay. like i don't i don't do that personally i was gonna ask um, you about that actually yeah i i don't i like when i like a person i usually try to just you know i text other people too girls and boys but I but like know. <laughs> really you know, like in the sense of like i, I, know, I, I, know, I don't i don't cut off people yeah, yeah. um but, but you go but you go all in to this one person which which can be a little bit intense for some people you have to know right well i mean all in i wouldn't be like oh yeah i love you i want to get to know you things like that i don't say but like i focus you like, think question. it and you don't say right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i, I don't know, know. you don't have to answer. Head, you don't like, have to answer you don't have to answer no 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 like I, i'm open about these things like okay. first like I don't usually go like, oh, I love that person and this is it. No, no, no. But like, oh, that person's interesting. I would like to get to know that person more. So I text mm -hmm. them a specific yeah. like questions or something, which I don't text other people, you know, that might like me or or that I that I have like met. And and then of course what happens is that that they other people like me and I'm interested in another person and then time moves on and I start being interested yeah. in that person but that person is probably getting to know someone else at that point you know whereas that's like the, that's the tough part so yeah so apparently yeah. it takes it takes um while when you start dating somebody it takes about six to eight weeks before apparently that's the average these days before they the parties decide to go exclusive and which means up until that point they're still basically open to dating other people which i've never actually done myself but i know is a lot more common these days and you said you're not that type of person either just just by who you are like you you feel like you you're committed to one person but i was gonna say so what's good about you from what i've understood is that you're actually able to realize when other people like you because that my friend is becoming less and less of a, of a commonality in, in humanity where a lot of people are blind to the advances and to the hints of, of other people of people that may be interested in them and they completely miss it like they just they assume that they're just trying to be friendly or they're just being silly or goofy when that's really just them trying to flirt and like show their their interest so it's good that you yeah. at least can well, recognize hey this girl's like showing interest in me but i can't i mean that right in now hindsight on I, this other one. in hindsight i say it's it's she was interested in me like i i, I don't notice oh, that, that moment necessarily Maybe okay. maybe sometimes, and then I'm like kind of the person that says, "Okay, that's a little weird, of course," but uh, but at the, then later on, I'm like, "Oh, well, that person's nice," and then I realize, "Oh man, dang it! I should like she was probably into me or something. I don't know, like or like she liked me or something," and and I didn't notice uh, <laughs> that was the person to be like, maybe because that's the thing, uh, people are not really straightforward anymore, you know? Nope. I feel like like people are just there's. They, they they try to send certain hints or something whereas like yeah, sometimes they play games yeah and i'm like you know like let's just be on but i do the same thing because i you know when you we talked about this with another friend uh, on on this podcast so like excuse me um like you know when you like someone to tell them like be just honest about it but at the same time you are vulnerable if you tell that person that you like them you know oh for sure But like at the same time, it would it would clear out the 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 sky so much more if you just you know like a even for that person it would make sense all of a sudden oh okay that's why you're asking me these questions that's why you keep writing me you know like for them it's also like kind of hold like on a, hold on hold on did you say writing or writing because I I don't I heard writing but I'm pretty sure that's not what you meant no no I mean writing like texting sorry okay okay because that's why yeah, you text it would be weird if you're constantly writing somebody. And they're wondering why you're doing that. That might be a little bit uh, risky. <laughs> a risky move. Very forward of you, but it's very, it's kind of risky. It and, and, and they're so confused the whole time <laughs> until you yeah. tell them that you like them. They're like, "Oh, okay, that's why you are." Again, the police might be involved in the situation <laughs> if it's not consensual. But anyways, so would you would you think about that whole theory that some people? I'm not going to say women or, or or whatever. I'm going to say some people in general like to be pursued, and they do that whole playing hard to get thing. Where they kind of want to make it as more of a challenge rather than it being easy. What what is your thinking on on that? I, I wonder if hard to get is like a choice. You know what I mean? Oh, it definitely is. I mean, not for everybody, but I'm sure for the majority like of people. Some people just do it instinctively. You know, like they just say like, "Oh, okay, I'm just gonna wait three more days or something." You know what I mean? 
Well, so that's so that's the so yeah so that's one thing is is like the game of like oh when should I call back after the first date should I be the if it's if I message the first night is it too needy if I wait two days is it too long like that whole thing where you're starting to play games with someone I think that was something that we've seen a lot in movies and isn't really that based in just in write her back right away like, when you know that that you like her just write her back right away like but at the same time. <laughs> At the same time, if you come on too strong, sometimes it does push people back. Like I've I've also seen that happen, where you 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 go in, you know, like you said, full speed ahead, and you're honest and you're open. You're not overbearing by any chat stretch, but if they if they think that you like them, they won't like you back. Like it'll be like have an opposite effect, as opposed to like you pretending like you don't care, and that'll actually bring certain people towards there, you in a certain there way. There's a saying my mom told me um, in Turkish. We say that there's um i guess in english it would be like um, people like the chase yeah now you can interpret it in both ways like someone liking likes to chase someone else or the mm -hmm. other way people like to be chased you know yeah um so either way you like to chase but really word by word translated is the person that runs away usually gets chased after yeah that's how what the sense 100%. is like the moment you feel like someone is you know being mysterious or hiding which could be anyone at any point actually which mm -hmm. makes it so weird and stupid actually a little bit um makes you be more interested in that person because it's so mysterious or like oh yeah okay and you kind of it's 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 not like a game but it does feel like a game where you like want to oh, pursue it's definitely something a game. You know? oh yeah um which which i find interesting because you never know when you are being chased until it's after the chase you know what i mean <laughs> at least me i'm very oblivious to that and i realize a lot of times now like oh that person was chasing me and i was just responding as a friend and i never realized that i was like running away but for that person like she she was probably trying to chase me you know you were friend zoning people and you didn't even know it honestly and now i'm like trying to get to know these people <laughs> then they are friends years me. later yeah years later you're like oh by the way you remember when i was 16 and you liked me can we uh, pursue that thought he's like i'm married now i'm 26 don't, what are you talking about don't, i have a not child even on like the way. years it takes sometimes only months you know what i mean like it, yeah. it's not even like a year or something that passed it's within that year you met that person or you started talking to that person and a person was pursuing so that's what makes me think like Is there like a window even, you know, like you said, six to eight weeks, right? To yeah. be exclusive. And and that shows me that there is some type of a window for a person where, okay, I'll pursue this person to a certain point and then after that it's done. So like in that window, you have to have reached a certain level where you like say, oh, you know what? I really enjoy talking to you. Maybe, you know, let's hang out more or something. Like that. And then it kind of builds up to that. But I don't know, like with, I was talking about that whole um, texting culture. Um, which I wanted to say, like, I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, I'm very bad at texting. Right. And most of the people that told me that are female. Maybe, you know, just as as like, a, as a, almost like a test or see or if he's going to text me or something. I don't know. But I feel yeah, like... I have some it's, bad it's, news it's, for you. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, they just probably said, well, people said that, but they, that's the thing. If someone says... I'm bad at texting. It's like me saying in a conversation, yo, you know what? I'm bad at talking. Mm -hmm. It's like at the table, you know, like it's just you, what is this information actually going to do? Like as if it's like saying, oh, you know what? I'm not really interested in you. The moment you start talking to someone, you know, like you're really that yeah. so stuck up that you said, like, oh, that person likes me already. I'm just going to say, you know what? I have a boyfriend. Sorry. And just, you know, flick him. Oh, that's my favorite that's my favorite meme actually i remember there was like this screenshot of a dm of a direct message of somebody this guy who was like a, a classmates with this girl he's like hey um and and then the girl she, she literally just says hey and the girl responds sorry i have a boyfriend like just uh, assuming that he likes her like because apparently yeah. yeah every woman is desired by every man or something and he's like yeah, yeah that's great i actually need the notes for a class because i <laughs> missed it do you mind passing that along or like it was like something so like innocuous like they don't even give them a chance yeah. to explain they're just like yeah no i'm sorry i'm not available right now I'm like, okay. which uh, that makes you just think like, you're in a very very bad predicament then right like mm -hmm. if that person that's the only means to get to know a person at this day at this point because like you said people usually don't call anymore 
which no, no, I, no. I prefer. Like that's when I kind of shine the best, like when I talk rather than when I text. Um, and but like uh, then they say I'm bad at texting, which okay, probably ninety nine percent of the time indicates you know what, like I'm not interested in you. But at the same time, there's really people that are really bad at texting, and and we are also sometimes victims of that. Like we read something and then we forget about replying, you know. Um, that doesn't mean necessarily that some person is not as important as other things. It's just you prioritize certain things and the others not so much. Um, which, like, I've also seen, like, then I've heard about persistence, you know, being persistent, texting someone or, like, you know, like being, like, you know, uh, sending each other memes or something. Like, yeah, if, even if she doesn't reply, just be persistent. Like, you want to have that person in your life regardless of them being your boyfriend or girlfriend, like, as a friend anyway right like if like think about this like basically that person told me to reflect a little bit about yeah you like that person but um even if that person doesn't like you back would you want that person to be your friend you know what i mean like yeah memes have certainly taken on a a life of their own it's it's a whole other culture i think at this point i think people can communicate solely with memes it's it's pretty impressive I'm, i'm actually shocked that there's i think if i'm not mistaken there's university courses now on like the history of memes or like memeology or just whatever they call it there you can actually get a degree in, in memes and meme culture it's it's really crazy i mean i mean it's inevitable that's the future right i mean people will in 50 years look back and try to find out how it all started anyway you know and that's, i think that's also a product of people just not being able to communicate well anymore like they used to like let's say our parents generation were were doing that all the time whether it was at home or at work or at the grocery store and i think the more um innovation we have in terms of things like these like uber like like these things like you know even uber eats those food delivery things like i think more there's more isolation and less potential for people to have genuine conversations with each other most people when they're chatting with each other now are like online gaming and they're yelling into their microphones at other people halfway across the world it, chivalry itself there's nothing wrong with like holding a door open for anybody i think what comes with chivalry is expectation i think a lot of men uh specifically have expectations when it comes to chivalry like if you pay for someone's meal that means that they owe you some sort of sexual favor or they owe you some sort of you know they owe you something for the good deed that you did so like i think with that i think intention plays a lot into it and unfortunately, yeah. a lot of people have the mentality where it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to do something for you, then you've got to do something for me. So it's kind of like you're holding their, holding them hostage in a way, in that way. When, when it comes to this, it's just generally whenever, and I'm just saying this, like, because I'm also a victim of it. When I had expectations, I always had heartbreaks. You know what I mean? When you expect oh, yeah. something to happen, it doesn't happen. Then you like kind of end up in, in, a, in a situation where you're like, oh, shoot, like, this is not how I expected it to happen. Like, usually you don't have expectations. Um because then you will have the best outcome. If you want to help someone, help that person without thinking something in return. Like you and I, we know, like even like, you know, it, it's some type of a service to to make someone help or lift a little weight from some some someone, right? So like, that's kind of my thought. Like, that's why, like even my relationships, I, I never really thought, you know, like patriarch or anything like oh i have to pay for the food because i'm the man and stuff in fact i'm just like you like if my wife were me to make more money i would just stay home and stay home i'd be stay home dad you know what i mean oh i can't i can't wait to be a stay-at-home dad that's like my dream i think i think i'd really enjoy that you touched on something earlier i want to touch on i just remembered um that's what she said um is that you were talking about doing things for other people you were talking about the genuine joy you receive from volunteering from helping others and and doing it for the right reasons having good intentions behind it and really they found that people who are the happiest in life are the people who are always giving the people who are always doing for others with no expectations of return and those people Mm -hmm. are often the ones who are i don't necessarily want to use the word poor but they aren't necessarily well off in most circumstances so that's when they found most people are happiest is when they're just doing and giving, not not money. Money does nothing for anybody in terms of uh, true happiness, long term happiness. And I can I can only vouch for that because I've had the experience. That's why I'm saying like I don't do things with expectations. Um, for example, in a relationship, people say it's a giving and taking, which I don't think it's more about sacrifice and and communication. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you will have to sacrifice certain things in order to 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 support someone and if you love a person 
you will always support that person because you know? where there's love there's always time and wait what is the quote where there's love there's always time and nothing is too much trouble but right. no other way around where there's love nothing is too much trouble and there's always time you know yes know? yes well you and... definitely make time you have to make time for people these days because a lot of people have that excuse oh i don't have time i don't have time well if you're going to keep doing stupid things on your phone or watching Netflix streaming things for hours at a time, you're not going to have time for anything. Uh, you have to make time for people that you care about and keeping relationships, whether it's friendships, family relationships, uh, dating relationships, you need to put in the yeah. time and the effort to make those thrive. Before someone is your girlfriend, it's for, I think it's, it's first a friend. And that's why friend zone, for example, I don't really, I don't really think that, that's necessarily a bad thing being friends don't necessarily because it it it, be, it is a it is a, it is a term now okay that person doesn't want to be more than friends with you okay i get that but at the same time before you are have a girlfriend that that person is your friend at first and foremost no hopefully yeah i, I think yeah. a lot of good relationships start out that way yeah and i, I think in order like my past relationships both of them we were friends before we were together I, yeah, so I think I think so. For me to speak personally, I think almost all of my relationships, except for the current one I'm in now, which ends up being my longest one, my previous relationships in my life had all just formed naturally. Like we would spend a lot of time together, we'd spend more time together as as we progressed, and then it just sort of became a relationship. No one officially verbalized and say, "Hey, I guess I guess we're dating now," or "Hey, I guess you're my girlfriend now." It just sort of was assumed. It was it was an assumption that was taken by both parties, and so. I think in this day and age, maybe that's not as as possible because of all the hashtag Me Too stuff that's going on out there. But like, mm -hmm. obviously, you can you can kind of tell when both people are into each other and like they're they're both you know they're both uh, consenting non-verbally. But I guess now it might be might be smarter to get that verbal consent or even written consent <laughs> in that sense. But <laughs> or any type is, of consent. Yeah, any type. Uh, the more the more types, the better, actually. And um, <laughs> what's funny is, so I I think I think officially I don't know if I had three or four relationships prior to this. It was either three or four before my marriage, but um, all three or four of those, like I said, were were very naturally progressed and no one had to speak up and say i guess we're we're an item now but for some reason this current person that i'm married with who shall go uh unnamed <laughs> for, for i know legacy. i know you know you know who she is you've been to our place but basically <laughs> I, I tried to do the same thing i tried to you know naturally grow our relationship like you said from a friendship to to you know something more and then she kept waiting for me to you know make the official ask because apparently culturally speaking like you said latinas i think the culture that they come from is that it's still a very patriarchal culture and so they expect the man um to you know officially say hey so would you like to be my girlfriend or would you like to go out now so i actually had to go through the motion of doing that even though we were well past that just to get the formality out of the way so here's the fun fact i was gonna you can you can come up with the same jingle for this oh now is the time for the fun fact of the hour so apparently, humans, uh, to emotionally be, be, you know, to survive in a given day, human beings require a minimum, bare minimum of four hugs a day. Did you know that? Not only that is that the bare minimum, but apparently eight hugs a day is where you start to see a lot more uh, progress in a person's emotional well-being in their you know in in their mental yeah. health and 12 mm -hmm. if you can get 12 hugs in one day my friend you're soaring you are it actually starts to like act like a drug where your brain can get a, a literal high speaking of your mom being high it's getting a high <laughs> off of people hugging you and and showing you know human to human interaction it doesn't have to be a sexual hug it doesn't have to be a hug from an opposite gender honestly just as a genuine hug from a human being to another human being if you can have the formula is four eight twelve so remember that for your future remember that for your kids in the future make sure everyone mm -hmm. gets at least four hugs a day minimum and eight eight if you can uh it's optimal and 12 would be you know the bee's knees as they say so make sure make sure that that's something that you act out again once corona is done because we keep going back to this thing that we're not supposed to be talking about. Once the once uh, once this is all done. Okay. Speaking of which, here here's the big reveal that I that I told you about earlier. Now is a great time for this transition near, nearing the end of our of our podcast. Um, yeah. So I've been having these funny thoughts 
uh, about since all these people are locked away in their homes, I'm thinking in 25 years from now, there's going to be a Corona baby boom generation. There's going to be a yeah, whole the, bunch of babies Corinians. that were conceived. So yeah, that's one. Yeah, I've also heard quarantines is another one that I've heard where they're, once, they're, <laughs> once they're a teenager, they've, they've been, uh, I don't know, what's the word? They've been conceived during during yeah. this time they'll they'll be they'll be the quarantines the corona baby boom generation will be a whole bunch of really really young people and the next generation yeah. is going to be like i don't know the covids or whatever you want to call them i mean I think, think about coming, it it's coming right now man the there's a joke about uh, divorce rates also uh ha skyrocketing in china right now after their quarantine <laughs> oh really Yeah, there was a joke. I don't know how much is that, how true that is. But imagine, like, you ask the person, Mom, Dad, how how did you, uh, you know, make love together when, to conceive me? And then they'll be like, well, you know, sit down, my child. So there was Netflix a time seasons, where... Yeah, we had just finished one season of a show and the other one hadn't been released yet. So we thought, hey, why not? Let's just give it a shot. And then you, uh, and the, then you came the out nine Netflix, months later. You remember the term Netflix and chill? Yeah. Yeah. That was a time where chill was higher than Netflix at one point in our lives, 2020, <laughs> March yeah. onwards. Well, you know, the rest is history, basically. Chill, and then it becomes chill and Netflix, right? The Netflix yeah, is just like... background noise <laughs> exactly. to, cancel out, to cancel out the foreground noise. <laughs> oh, so, so we have about five minutes left in this podcast before I need to sleep because it's getting pretty late. But I want to leave with giving you some pointers in life because I am, I am your elder. I've had a little bit more life experience. <laughs> how I'm old are you? How much I'm older are you than me? Just a few years, man. Just a few years. It doesn't matter. So technically I've been married. <laughs> I'm, I'm technically still married, I should say. So I'd like to bestow some, some pointers for you. This is not, this is Please. by far not an all inclusive list. It's just a few things I wanted to come up with to help guide you in your, in your future relationship and, and love endeavors. Yeah. And, and yeah, potentially to the listeners. Um, again, I'm not a perfect human being. I'm just married, so just take it take it with a grain of salt, whether you like to or not. But I recommend if you're if you're seeing someone, if you're investigating someone's character, if you're dating, whatever you want to call it, um, see this person in different situations. See how they react, interact with their family. See how they interact with your family. Go on a trip with them. It doesn't have to be anything big or fancy, like going on an all-inclusive trip or whatever. I mean, that, that can be helpful as well to know how people deal with certain things in travel. Could be a road trip, could be anything. People really show their true selves in times of, of hardship and desperation or in times that they're outside of their comfort zone or their comfort areas. So you can really get to know a lot about a person by traveling with them. Um, by if you guys don't live in the same city and you're and you're doing long distance stuff, is to live sort of near near each other would would also make a huge difference. Um, spend time not just alone one on one, but also spend time with each other's friends, friend groups. You really get to see how they behave because sometimes, especially early on in a relationship, you're not necessarily always the real you. You're kind of like the best version of you. You're like you're the interview version of you. Like you're trying to get a job mm -hmm. in, in that mm -hmm. way. So. If you can see and spend time with people in very different scenarios and different places, you can get a better read and and holistic understanding of what this person's really like. Because you could love them um, living in cities apart from each other, and all of a sudden you live next to this person, you see them all the time, and you can't, and you just get sick of them. Whereas before you would only see them once every three months and you didn't have time to fight. You didn't have time to talk about serious things. It was always love. It was always fluff. It was always pure elation and joy just because you had this simple ability to be, spend time with each other. That's the kind of stuff that you can sort of take for granted if you start to see each other or even live with each other uh, on a daily basis. Um, so that's one thing. So that's one, one big thing I want to talk about. The other one I want to talk about is, is focus a lot on the little things. Grand gestures are nice, but they're very infrequent. They don't come very often. The little things are what really, really count. Like, let's say your spouse doesn't like you leaving dishes in the in in the sink. They would much prefer you to leave it in the dishwasher. Like you rinse it, put it in the dishwasher. If you're if you're if you're lucky enough to have a dishwasher, and I don't mean like a a person that's living in your kitchen that washes your dishes. I mean like the actual machine, just in case there's any, any confusion. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so do the little things. If, if they want their things in the dishwasher, you know, take the extra second, put the stuff in the dishwasher. Don't wait for uh, things like Valentine's Day to roll around 
or your anniversary to roll around in order to do something nice or sweet for the person. For every me, day is a Valentine's Day with oh, the person dude, you love. Every day, every day is an opportunity to show the person how much you mean to them and to show them that you're putting in the effort and you're putting in the time. I think if you're the type of person who only waits for a social holiday to tell someone that you care about them, you're kind of not doing it right. And you're just falling into the consumer trap, which is Valentine's Day or, or Christmas or whatever you want to call it yeah. for, for, that, for that thing. So take be random. Different, different oh yeah of course be be random be show random sh- uh, signs of gratitude buy them something like four months before their birthday or seven months after their birthday like it's just it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be like okay it's your birthday so i'm buying you something because i have to like where's the where's the actual love there where's the actual you know i'm not saying you don't but like imagine receiving chocolates on a day just randomly like here here's i've been thinking about you a card I just thought about you and I thought you'd like this. Like that means to me personally, it means the world as opposed to someone giving me money on my birthday. I would prefer to not have the money on my birthday and have someone just like, just text me and say, Hey, I was thinking about you. How's it going? Like even a friend doing that, it means the world as opposed to like it being your birthday and then getting like a hundred Facebook wall notification posts or whatever. Like at a certain point you need to start, you know, thinking about people so here, so here's the hint for any relationship, whether it's a friend or or family or anyone. If you're thinking of anybody, just send them a quick message. Be like, "Hey, just thinking of you. How's it going? How's life?" And then just wait for a response. And then if you do that throughout unless, the day, unless unless you're the last one to text in that group and she hasn't replied to it and she just oh, you're talking you know, about groups. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no she's like. Situation. No, no, no. Like unless unless she has read the last message or hasn't read the last message, and yeah. you are the one, the last one to have texted a lot, and then you say like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Is like it yeah, sounds yeah, very no. desperate. I don't. Yeah, I don't necessarily mean that for relationships or people that you're trying to um, pursue, but rather just good old friends that maybe you haven't spoken okay, with okay. in a while. Just keep them in mind, and and I think at the same time, people that you're dating and that you show in, that you're showing interest in, find yeah. other times of of the of the year to just really show that you're interested. And I think that'll come across a lot more genuine and again make time put in the effort it's not always about buying gifts a lot of people like buying gifts but you don't have to do that you can you know there's other ways around that money is not the make or break for for these types of things so yeah there's just little 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 things like that man it's the little things that really help um it help keep things going smoothly i would say thank you uh so much kevin for again making the time and coming here i i honestly i love our episodes a lot especially because uh you kind of lead the episode so i'm really kind of it's it's cool to see where it goes because i don't know where it goes generally but yeah. with you having uh questions and you're also like preparing for this i feel like i i also don't really know where it's going from that point either so yeah and the so i really enjoy the interviewee exactly and Spend i really enjoy that a lot and well, you deserve um, a break, man. You work hard on this podcast. You do some great work on here, and and thanks, I want man. I want you to just have some time to really make it more about you. Actually, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I was talking too much today. I want to hear more about your personal love stories and like your your recent um, I don't know. I would I want to use the word failures, but you know what I mean. Like your 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 recent sort of blunders, maybe or things that maybe didn't work out. Because I think generally, every time you came over, the thing I was looking forward to most is just hearing your most recent. Oh God, this is gonna sound so cool. Your most recent heartbreak, your most recent like battle with like relationship, like struggles, like that type of thing is really it was really almost inspiring to the group. So we hope I hope that one day in the future we can just I can just sit there and listen to you talk about all the things that you've done and failed most, and, and lived and most of by. the podcast episodes are about that yeah exactly well. <laughs> right and and here's the thing man listen as, as a final note there is no there's no failure in life there's only learning opportunities. So you either succeed or you learn, right? If 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 you come into anything in life with that perspective, you are set, man. You are set, and you will just you will only grow and you'll only get better at doing things. Because if you if you if you dwell on the failure, if you sit there and be like, "Listen, oh, I failed. I could have done this. I should have done this." Obviously, learn for the future, but like make that a learning experience and don't worry about the fact that you failed. The most successful people in this world have failed hundreds and hundreds of times before they finally did that one thing that made them successful. So don't fear, don't fear the failure, thrive on it. That's, that's, that's 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 very true. Thanks. That's that's basically, I think, um, 
<laughs> this whole thing about my latest attempts and everything, I mean, it can come up at any point. I mean, next ep next episode that I have you as a guest over, we can even talk about it. It's it's not like something planned anyway. Usually, even when I came to you guys, it never was a planned thing. And no, it's never <laughs> planned. About that's, that's what was so sweet so, about it is that we'd be talking about something completely random. But like, okay, guys, listen. So I've been seeing this girl and this happened and then this happened and then she's not talking to me anymore. And I don't know what's going on. And like, it'd be out of nowhere and so genuine and so like, and so distraught that I think it, it added a lot of humor. Well, and because it was the reason also so I started constant. this, the reason I started this podcast is basically it's like a therapy session for me, a free oh, yeah. therapy. Session. Of course, <laughs> except when I come on and I just roast you, it's it's probably counter counterproductive. It's, but no, it's not really. Uh, having this kind of episode every five episodes is good. <laughs> it breaks the mold. Exactly. Yeah. No, but um, thank you so much, Kevin. I really enjoy. Also catching up with you um, and just, you know, having you as a friend in my life, I really uh, appreciate it and also appreciate the support and um, I wish you a good night for the listeners. I don't want to say much more. It's just stay tuned and volume up, follow the podcast uh, on all podcast providing apps, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud um, and just, you know, stay safe, stay home right now. Make sure that you uh, just... Don't spread the virus, but spread love and support. Oh, okay. Like Kevin said, maybe text a friend that you haven't seen in a long while. And I think one good thing about this virus is that it's actually uniting us in a certain way. And I've also spoken to friends that I haven't seen in a long time either. Um, so just, you know, make sure that you are safe and with love and unity, this will pass. So Well, mostly with time, but yeah. I mean, oh yeah, with love, unity, <laughs> and time. And time. <laughs> time is the, the healer important. of all things in life. That's true. Well, yeah. Have a good night, Kevin. Thank you so much. I will. It's um, technically morning now, but it's okay. Oh god, it's not that early. Is it? Oh, it's two a.m. there now. No, it's one a.m. One, one, almost one. Yeah, but it's okay. okay. I'm usually awake at this time, anyways. I'm not gonna complain. Okay, good. Don't complain. <laughs> I won't. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Don't go chasing water. That's a song, isn't it? It is, yes. I'm back to the song references. <laughs> anyway, okay, see you guys. Stay tuned and volume up. Bye. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to K1's podcast. I mean, Ilker's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you, bro. I love okay, you. Take care, dude. Have a good night. <laughs>